Hello and welcome to the first episode of our secondary segment called The Octagon. Dun, dun, dun. This is a more freeform podcast, free talking, not structured, really sort of a discussion. Yeah, we wanted a forum or a, a one that we didn't have to be so rigid and we could just talk about our thoughts. Most will probably still surround puzzles, games, you know, maybe it'll be beers, maybe it'll be video games. Like who really knows? But we just wanted a, a more open forum. So Dave, why don't you tell them why specifically it's called The Octagon? So that is because we have a bumper pool table cover at this point. It's just that it's just the cover of an old bumper pool table that is a poker table. It has like uh, different little edges on it where you put like your it has like mini cup holders and stuff like that on it that's kind of built in. But basically, it's it's an octagon in shape. So real real creative yeah. name we've come up with here. Yeah, we I mean we watch the UFC from time to time, but we're not big into it. I would say. So it's not that. It's Let's just, just say one episode probably will never be on yeah. the UFC. It's it's just the shape of an octagon. <laughs> yes. Real simple-minded. But you know, the battles that could take place in these segments could be just epic. Right. Uh, one other thing I want to do, which we didn't talk about before, but that's the beauty of this segment, is explain why we call it the PCG Project Podcast. You might think it's because it stands for, what, Puzzles? Cards and game, oh, comics. Okay, and it's a podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> comics and games. Right. Uh, it's, you know, just our brand. Yeah, not a not a big deal. I don't know where puzzles would have come from. Shit. Well, I mean, it, I'm bad at puzzles. There's well, there's more of a backstory to that. Yes, it does stand for that, which is the brand, which is great. Good job, Dave. He created the website, so my bad. But um, uh, at my firm, one of our branches inside of my firm is called PCG, and I used to sneak Dave into my firm's parties which had free alcohol when I first started. So, you know, call it 22, 23 out of college, first job. I'd sneak him into the parties and I would just tell him to tell everyone he worked in PCG because that branch of my firm was antisocial and we didn't always know who worked there. So if he just said he worked at PCG and he's new, everyone would believe it and they did. So he got free beers. They were great parties. It worked out fantastic for me. Uh, I believe uh, one of my other uh, friends, we worked in, I worked in security at the time and uh, one of my other uh, co-workers, he got into one of the parties as well and he was on the PCG bandwagon as well that night. Right. So it has a double meaning. It does stand for something relevant, but it also has that hidden meaning that now you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's a little bit of the background. We can also dive into a little bit more of the background on why we chose this as our podcast. You know, the game reviews. That has pretty much been our staple. It's what we've, the only content we've really put out podcast form. And why don't you take this up, Donnie? Yeah, so like we said, there's no agenda for these, but this week's agenda is going to be to talk about our thought process behind how we review games, why we want to review games, dive into the five categories that we talk about each week to give you our thought process behind the five. Uh, so I guess the reasoning why we're doing these reviews is because, at least for me, Dave asked me to. So I said yes. <laughs> um, 
So, Dave, you, you add a little thinking, more light. I was thinking more on the lines of what gives what gives us the gall to start raiding games. Um, and I just think that it's the incredible longevity of us playing these games. We've been playing tabletop card games, board games since late high school, early college. I'd have to look up when exactly some of these games came out, but I don't know if anyone else has heard of the game Heroescape, but that was that game was a big part of our lives for a, a good amount of years. We played a lot of Heroescape. Yeah, that's a much better answer. It's been over a decade at least, probably closer to 15 years playing games. Yeah. Uh, why we can review them is because we have microphones, and I consider myself an intellect, so I feel capable to do this. But you don't have a microphone, so you can't. Well, I just, uh, I also feel I can because, you know, we played so many, such a variety, collected so many of them, really uh, gone in and and uh, learned the differences between games. Obviously, we know what games we like, what games we don't like. It, ultimately, like any review, it's an opinion piece. Obviously, a lot of people aren't going to agree with some of what we're saying, but some of you might. And ultimately, we just hope that People get something out of these reviews that maybe either they'll buy a game, take a chance on a game that they wouldn't have beforehand, and have a lot of fun with it. Because ultimately, the reason we play these games is to have a lot of fun. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, why don't we talk about the, the categories and what our thought process is behind each one. So the first one we always go with is setup and learning curve. And, you know, at least for me... I want to see a game, specifically with the card game series. So we're, we're doing card games for season one. I want a game I can learn within one play for card games specifically. I'll be more forgiving for a more robust board game. Um, that's a little bit more complicated. But for card games where it's meant to just have you know cards in your hand, I, I want to learn it in one playthrough. And if it takes longer, I'm going to probably give it a, a poor rating. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we can, we'll can. we probably also do a, a little Octagon segment when the season changes. So after we're done our card games or the card games like we have and the ones that are big ticket items that we kind of need to review sort of thing uh, and move on to season two, we'll probably do another one of these and give a little bit more of a background on that because, yeah, the, the category I'm thinking of mostly is replayability that... For now, is can how many times are we going to play it? One, do we want to keep playing it that night? Is if I invite Donnie over to play Munchkin, are we going to play it more than once, or are we going to play that once and be like, hey, can we just find another game? Let's play Exploding Kittens. It's going to be way better. Something like that. Not not saying that that's our opinion on Munchkins or Exploding Kittens, but but that's I mean that's ultimately the replayability. But if you have a game like Dead of Winter. That game, you're not necessarily going to, one, maybe you don't want to, and at the end of it anyways, because sometimes that game can be really frustrating, but also you're probably not going to have the time to play that two, three times in one night, whereas you could play Exploding Kittens. How many times can you play Exploding Kittens? Seven. Seven. Seven <laughs> times in one night. Eight? No. Yeah, seven. You're, you're done. That seven's enough. Go home. You've, you've done enough. Yeah, so obviously this... This is geared towards the card games, as Dave mentioned. Um, and we're most likely going to continue the card game season through 2021. I haven't like set it in stone, but we have a lot of card games. And then 
in my head at least, probably on a calendar year, we'd switch up the season to a different, you know, genre. But for we started in the middle of 2020, so 2021 is going to continue with card games. Yeah, 2020, great year. You know what I mean? Good year to start. Yeah. You know, a lot of people had a lot of fun in 2020. Um, but anywho. Game balance is the next category. Uh, so this is where I think this Did is. Did we the, ever really go over set up a learning curve, though? Yeah, man. Like I said, it takes, a, it takes a one playthrough <laughs> to set it up, bro. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you did. You talked about replayability. Yeah, I, play, so. I talked about replayability a little bit there. So my setup and learning curve opinion is basically, you know, I can, I can, especially with a lot of these instructions and stuff like that, I can get a little confused sometimes, you know? And what I'm looking for is, can I follow it? Am I going to be able to follow it enough, especially when, once I start playing? Maybe you're not going to get it right away when you're reading all the rules. But once you start playing, if you can get it going... That's that's a good that's a good learning curve for me. Setup is obviously just that's the pieces on the table. Is it going to be easy to put together? Like yeah. card games, most of the time that's pretty simple. But um, so I'm mostly looking at learning curve for card games. Yeah, right. Um, there, there's one automatic thumbs down with this too. Is if all the rules aren't in the rule book, which sounds like an obvious thing. But you'd be surprised how many games we play where the rules aren't all in the rule book and we have to go searching online and digging through blogs to figure out what's going on or make our own decision. So if they're not all in there, you're getting a thumbs down. Yeah, I'm a real I'm a real stickler on the rule book too. Uh, this is coming up obviously after a lot of other episodes have uh, aired. So I'm sure if anyone's a long-time listener, they'll uh, have noticed that by now. Or now let's move on. <laughs> game balance. I think this is where we probably differ the most. And the way I look at game balance is, I think I might have mentioned it in some episodes, but it's not necessarily like in the pure essence of if the cards are well balanced. It's more if I know the game well, can I consistently win? Because I think that a well balanced game should favor the individual that has the better strategy and that knows the game the best. So if I'm not winning consistently when I know a game, I consider it unbalanced. Meaning, And a lot of the times it is luck. So if we're playing a luck game that it's pure luck of the draw, like go fish, it's not balanced because I can't win that consistently. Yeah, so mine is more of like, it depends on, it depends on the game, but like Dungeon Mayhem or the characters that you get to, the decks, were they, are they even? I guess would be something along the uh, that lines there, but other games that technically doesn't really make sense. So like an exploding kittens, that's more. If I sit down right now, do I have just as good of a chance at winning as everybody else? Which does fall with the uh, dungeon mayhem. Obviously, if if there's a if there's a deck that's way overpowered, um, this could go with munchkins as well. Maybe there's a class that's way overpowered, and then all of a sudden first firsthand we're all putting down our cards that we just drew and there's barbarian is just wicked overpowered and i'm like well i lost this game sort of thing that's what i'm looking for which doesn't usually happen obviously game creators are pretty good at keeping that down but i do think luck comes into a factor there i don't like to have a pure luck game but it does in a way keep it balanced if everyone has that fair fair shake 
Makes sense. Just completely disagree. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so he's, he's now on replayability, which we talked about under the setup and learning curve category. So, I mean, replayability for the card game series is, is, is what Dave mentioned. Like, can we play this game multiple times in one night? We're not really looking for a game that you'll play once a night or once a month. You know, like we want to play Exploding Kittens seven times that night. We want to play, you know, not eight, not eight, not eight, not eight Dungeon Mayhem multiple times because they're fun. Like there's multiple characters and keep switching it up. And uh, the you know Munchkins, there's different classes, different items, so it's never the same game twice in a row. So that's what we're looking for. At least me, I'm looking for that with a with card game. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I already kind of spoke on it, but yeah, that that falls in the same line as me. So, go with overall theme and design. Yeah, I mean, I, we're we're pretty consistent on this. It's I love the cartoonish looks, the funny looks. If a card game misses an opportunity to be funny, I'm always a little disappointed. I think one of ours was you know the Oregon Trail, and even though they designed it the way that it should have been designed you know based off like the historical context it being a computer game kind of had that like bit look uh, pixelated it looked okay but i just geared towards the funnier looking ones like the exploding kittens and the munchkins and that kind of artwork yeah i mean obviously i agree as well especially if you've uh, seen any of the other episodes but i think this is going to be another one of those that's this season so there's not a lot you can do with the card games this is kind of like what i was saying with the whole setup thing there's not a lot you can do so you want to get that eye-catching factor that good artwork that creativity there because once you move on to stuff like board games and things that's game design that's going to be a whole different element just that's that's a complex system of design that can go whereas cards it's are these cards cool yeah they're cool <laughs> right yeah exactly uh and the cost so for me if it's under 50 bucks and it's a fun game if it's rated high in the other four categories under 50 i'm always going to give it a thumbs up i don't really differentiate between like a five dollar game and like a 40 just because i think anything under 50 if it's fun it's worth buying and this is also going to be another obviously anybody who plays Tabletop games, you know, some of them can be astronomically expensive. And what are we going to do on the next season when we're going to be paying 120 bucks for a game? So that's another thing. This is another specific card games. I tend to lean more towards the cheaper side if they're just giving us a deck of cards. Obviously, I'm not I'm not a manufacturer or anything like that. I don't I, I haven't run the numbers. And uh, you can call me out if you want, saying it doesn't make sense. You got to factor in all these sorts of things, paying the manufacturers, the artists, and everything like that. But if it's if it's like thirty bucks, that's like I mean, you you probably heard it already. That's at least a shrug. It gets too much higher than that. It's probably gonna be a thumbs down. So I'm Donnie's under fifty. I'm under thirty for for a thumbs up for me. Yeah. And I mean, so those are the five categories we chose. We didn't want to expand it to any more just because, you know, five is a good number. It's easy for people to understand and get through. We didn't want these podcasts to be too lengthy. We shoot for 15 minutes or less. And our rating system is also very simple. You know, thumbs up, shrug, or thumbs down. We didn't want to have too many variables. We just wanted to keep it simple and concise. 
Yeah, so it, like I had said in the beginning, um, we're hoping to get people if they were questioning a game to maybe if it is a good game, maybe maybe make that purchase. And you know what? Someone isn't going to want to listen to a half hour of uh, spewing off this game when they just want to know is it good, is it bad. So trying to keep those. This is obviously a different form, so this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode, but we want to keep it simple, keep it quick. Okay, is it good? Is it bad? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Do I care about game design? Like I'm talking as a as a listener. Do I, do I care about game design? Maybe we give thumbs down to that. You're like, well, I don't really care if it's cartoony and whimsical. I'm looking for is the game is a game balanced? How easy is that setup? Can I get get this down on the table? Can I play? We don't have a lot of time, sort of thing. And you can look at your different categories of that. I don't have I. I'm flush with cash. I don't really care about the cost. It can be 60 bucks. I don't care if it's a thumbs down. If it's a fun game, it's a fun game. So. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I think that's pretty much all we had for this Octagon, right? Just kind of giving our thought process behind. Well, let me ask you, Dylan. What was the first board game you've ever played? That's gotta be uh, Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders? I huh? think so, yeah. Either that or uh, what was the one get ahead of ahead of the class or oh get ahead of the class wow yeah. that was, that's a that's a throwback man yeah so you guys yeah. maybe will tell a little bit with those i mean obviously i played sorry and monopoly and all those yeah true life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but i think what? yeah shoots and ladders or candyland oh candyland candy candy was definitely that was that was definitely that might have been the og you know what you had a lot was uh what's the game where you flip the guess who with the perch yeah yeah Guess who was solid? Do you remember your first board game? Or game? Well, it'd be like yeah. Besides, Candyland, I believe was was the real first. Uh, we had, you know, your normal Monopoly and stuff like that, like you had said. But out of the norm, I had a Batman board game. It was based on Batman Forever, and it was a circus. So you go through. Was it, remember the old when? You remember Batman Forever? Yeah. So when they have like the they raid like the circus, so that's where like Dick Grayson like came to be his parents died or whatever. Yeah. So it has like Jim Carrey, a little piece of Jim Carrey sitting on the thing. He's getting all the brain juices and everything else. It was a pretty good game. I'd say that was uh, definitely my favorite one. I'd say that probably got me into board games. Interesting. I think my most obscure was NBA Opoly, which I know Monopoly made a bunch of like different uh, ones. Yeah. But I like the NBA Lopoly better just because I like basketball. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. Um, I just Star Wars Life. I oh, like yeah. that better than that. That's legit. Um, and then the first video game. What was that? I had just been regular Nintendo, I guess. I don't think I had an Atari. I would have to look at when the game... Well, first of all, I know what game I definitely had first. Because it was on a floppy disk in a Tandy PC. And it was basically like a DOS game. And it was Number Munchers. And it was a learning game. You had to get the guy to munch the correct equation. Yeah, I remember that. I think I had... my Actually, the computer might have been the first with uh, maybe Wolfenstein on the Mac. Oh, Wolfenstein was great. I think I had Wolfenstein way back when. There was some other game that's escaping me that it wasn't even a game. You're just in a room, just like clicking on things, like more of an interactive experience. Yeah, those, those like 
all those yeah, little games. I don't even think that was a game, though. But I had a, a demo CD that had a bunch of different games, and it had a Capture the Flag game. It was super, like, basically the people were like stick figures, and you'd have to run, and it would, the screen would be black. And as you run, it, like, opens up the field. And then all of a sudden, you could end up running into someone. It was, and then they'd tag you. You'd be out. Crazy. It was a good game. It was two players, too. You could get a friend playing that. You know what game forced the, the rating system of games? You know how, like, movies are rated R, rated M for mature? Like, you know what game started that for video games? Was it? I feel like it would have been. Would be. It should be Doom. Was it Doom? It was Mortal Kombat. Ah, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. That's fair, too. That's yeah. I just watched a documentary. It was Mortal Kombat, and there was this other game that it was like a, a movie that you uh, what is it called when you click make decisions throughout a movie? Choose your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It like was, It was one Goosebumps of those. Had a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat and this other choose your own adventure game, if you'll call it, where you like were a burglar and breaking into these like attractive women's house. It was kind of it's kind of yeah. sketchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, those two were in a dual court case, and I think the Supreme Court decided that the games now needed ratings because of it. So there you go. Fun fact, y'all. I guess the only other part we should, I guess we should go over because it is PCG. Um, do you, what was your first comic that you've ever read? Did you ever read one? Did you ever read it? Not a big comic guy. Uh, I mean, I even inherited those thousands of comics from my papu. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, my papu had a barn, and he rented it out. And some guy stored his comics there and just never paid. And after a while, my papu like evicted it and sold all the stuff in the barn. And he used me and Dave to sell it. And it was just thousands of comics, like just a ton of comics. It's a great time. Oh, did you help or was that my cousin? I I went to uh, the comic cons. I think I still have the vendor tag. Yeah. From that Comic Con, I got a, I got to be a comic book vendor for a day. I think I had a couple. I had like as a kid the Superman, the Spider Man. Like I had those basic ones. Yeah, I, remember, I mean, oh, uh, not Donald Duck, but what was the other duck? Um, Darkwing Duck, Daffy Duck. It might have been Daffy Duck. No, what was the duck with money? Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. I had that one and his like nephew. Ducktales. That one. Yeah. Ducktales. Um, Dave's very into comics. I'm staring at. A whole comic book setup right now. I mean, what was your first? You must yeah. have first and favorites, right? Uh, yeah, it would be a uh, Green Lantern uh, with John Stewart. It's a mosaic uh, number four. I read that a lot. It was actually it's a pretty dark comic for like a child to read. I didn't really realize it till I was older. I just liked the art and stuff. It was a random number four. I didn't have any of the other ones around it, so I don't think I really understood the actual plot line, but. It's a little dark. A little dark now when I'm older. I was more into the baseball cards back then. Uh, well, you want to talk card games. Were you a Pokemon guy? No. No? You weren't no. a Pokemon guy? No, I wasn't into it back then. I, I think I had a few, but I was. I think mean, it was my Pog era. Ooh, Pogs. Yeah. Pogs you can't have Pogs in Pokemon. You only have so many pockets as a kid. That's a, that's yeah. a very good point. You know what you like absolutely love now that like I didn't give a chance when I was younger and probably really should have magic cards yeah magic's huge we'll, uh, say. we want to do a review on magic cards but we might have a guest appearance because it's just a bigger game and uh, it might be fun to have someone else join for a, a guest appearance yeah he's uh he's pretty big on 
especially collectible trading cards. We might do an octagon on like collectible trading cards and have uh, have him come in. He definitely uh, he I think plays all of them. Yeah, I think maybe all. Name one. He might play it. I think he does. See, collects it for sure. Um, but all right, I think that's uh, pretty much all we have for this segment. This is obviously the first one. We're kind of spitballing it. I believe this will be going out on the 20th of the month that we have it. Because as you know, our review episodes come out on the 10th of every month. So that'll be a nice little break, a little add-in, so you don't forget about us for a whole month. Yeah, or we might just release it whenever, because you know, no rules in the Octagon. That's a good point. <laughs> there are no rules in the Octagon. Uh, other than the rules like for the games. We might be on Fight Island. <laughs> yeah. all right well thanks for thanks for joining yeah if you're still here you're a trooper 